0: Hello, welcome to 80 Sex Docs. I'm Britty,
1: And I'm um, Jaune. The Pooper. Jaune the Pooper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so today's date is back the
1: It's uh July, it's July 18th. 18th? <clears throat> yes. yes.
0: <laughs> well, Jinx,
1: you owe me a pass.
0: <laughs> what happens when you connect, man? Um, so it's July eighteenth. Welcome to Eighty Pretty Sex Talks. Bleah. If you're joining us on Snapchat, you're gonna see us right away. If you're not watching us on Snapchat, you gotta wait a little bit. And I look fucking adorable because Daddy put my collar on tonight. So. Hmm. <laughs>
1: so uh, yeah, we're we're gonna re- redo one. We this is a revisit.
0: Yes. So we are revisiting um, Abasiophilia because. Our first recording was such.
1: The audio. It was, it
0: was the audio was just so bad. So we're going to re-record it. We're going to take down our first episode. Um, it'll you'll be able to find it if you can search really well. But my fear is people are going to listen to that first episode and be like, "Nope, fuck this shit. It sounds so bad." Well, and that first I'm, I'm not coming yeah. back.
1: First so. impressions are important, mm-hmm. and we uh, it was only like a 17 minute podcast. We got. Yeah, I
0: think it was only 15 minutes, actually. I'm glad
1: we're redoing this because I feel like I got a lot better research on it this time.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, and I don't even think you really had much because we were just trying to figure out the flow of it. Yeah,
1: we were just talking about what it means and yeah we didn't we didn't really learn anything about it Mm-mm. we just kind of made some jokes about wheelchairs and sleeping bags and that's about it
0: yeah yeah so we are back in action on a basiophilia and uh here we go i guess oh why are we here because we love to talk about sexy things
1: mm-hmm. and <laughs> we're not experts but we uh We really enjoy it. We enjoy learning about it, Mm -hmm. and we figured uh, we could share with people who might be curious about these things and want to learn more and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm super stoked. Um, What else? Oh, we need you guys to help us out. We need you to like, comment, share our shit so that we can get more people listening to our podcast because we like sharing our information and we like people and... Um, I do a really good job about connecting with everybody that comments on our stuff. Um, I'm trying to make it as personal as
1: possible. Yeah, we, we are active on the social media. Um, rate it, comment it, follow it on Spotify. You know, just anything to, you know, get those listens up and get us out there. Yeah. We, appreci- we would really appreciate it.
0: Yep, and we're on Breaker also and Google Podcasts, so that's exciting. Um, And then we do have an email address for comments, questions, suggestions for episodes. If you want to give us a a thumbs up or a thumbs down, personally, you can email us. It's um, ibstpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, and before we get really dig into Abasiophilia again, we want to give a couple shout outs. Uh, First off, I want to give a shout out to my good buddy DR Cox and his friend Shanti they do the Breaking Bad science podcast and it's uh about addressing misinformation and how to identify it because they back it up with science and they kind of they ask good questions and uh it's it's really interesting i think they just did one on um one that I liked was that they covered murder hornet, hornets, mm-hmm. and it was really neat because they talked about a lot of the science and, you know, where, what's the hype and yeah. things like that. And I, I just got to shout it out because, well, DR, that guy is all went to high school with me in Sunburst.
0: That's cool. And
1: we were pretty close buddies. We played a lot of Magic the Gathering. Oh, sweet. I yeah. love those kinds of people. <laughs> and uh, it's just kind of neat to find another podcast that's out of North Toole County, Montana in the middle of fucking nowhere right and also barbarically candid is another podcast oh by the way uh breaking bad science you can find them on spotify and i believe they're out there on other platforms as well yeah barbarically candid is that also on spotify uh
0: yeah uh spotify anchor and i think they're on google podcasts i'm not sure um but it is uh one of our um trying to think of how me and Dustin met, but we're on, uh, we met each other through like a Snapchat mutual thing, but, um, we've been like swapping tips and tricks and shit that we're finding as we're doing these, uh, podcasts and stuff and they just started last month and it's a fun listen. Um, it's what I get out of it. It's not all political, but it's just kind of like what's going on today and their opinions and stuff. And, you know, it's, it's cool to be able to kind of be like, I don't know just hear different people's opinions on it um i don't know it's it's just a, like a talk show kind of thing going on it's it's fun to listen to
1: yeah it's just kind of neat to to listen to these um other out and starting podcasts yeah it's fun for
0: sure i'm really, like really digging it it's like uh kind of like in the um kink life to have like newbies around you and stuff you don't feel so uh outnumbered or like mm-hmm. like alone or whatever you're like all right guys we're fuck we're in this together you know and let's support each other and let's get our shit going so I think that's cool
1: absolutely all right without further ado let's get into it basiophilia. it is the paraphilia or kink involving sexual attraction to people with walking disabilities such as people wearing leg braces plaster or fiberglass orthopedic casts people in wheelchairs and as with most paraphilias we cover, the etymology of abasiophilia is from the Greek language. Abasios, meaning lameness and aphelia, of course, love.
0: Right. Love. Love love,
1: love. Love love. It's love. cute.
0: Love is just kind of adorable if you think about
1: it. All you need is love. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so this one, um, it's kind of interesting because there was something that we came across and a lot of it was broken down into these three sections. We'll get to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, the term was first used by John Money of the John Hopkins University in a paper, paper on paraphilias in
0: 1990. Money!
1: He's all about that money. But uh, There's been mention of this kink in medical journals and other papers before John Money as far as back as the 60s. And it's kind of more recent than a lot of some of the other ones we covered, like a Galmatophilia, which is way back in, like, early BC, even.
0: Was that the sex dolls?
1: Sex dolls, yes. That was
0: a fun episode. Yeah, that I was pretty neat. had a blast with that one.
1: And so some of these histories go way back, and you can see it written about, but with this one, it really didn't become prevalent until, like, the 40s and the 50s and 60s.
0: Do you think it's Polio. Wait, yes. Really? Bingo, yep. Shut up. Yeah, I was totally of, fucking guessed Yeah, that.
1: that's exactly <laughs> where I was going, because uh, polio was pretty bad, so there was a lot of people in leg braces and times like that. Okay, okay. Now, in present day, you know, there's a vaccine for polio, so you don't see people in these leg, leg braces and casts as much, but there's always an exception to the rule. There are always people who are somehow disabled, and their ambulatory skills are... Um, you know, oh, there's the word and it's just, it's totally, we're going to edit this out.
0: I don't know words. So know, we're uh, good.
1: But uh, <laughs> compromised.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So
1: yeah, there, um, there will always be people who with, uh, compromised ambulatory skills, ambulatory movement.
0: Okay, thank you. I was yes. just gonna be like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Yeah, sorry. <laughs>
1: I'm, I like words. I'm a bit of a linguist.
0: <laughs> so, um, I have a question: yes. Is like polio the one with like where you had to like eventually get into the iron lung and stuff like that?
1: I think so. Okay. When it got I'm bad. I'm curious. And when it like... got bad, yeah, because like, um, Roosevelt. Yeah. The president. Yeah. Uh, he had it. He had it. Yeah. Polio. Yeah. And you see a lot of people from those those decades. They have the big polio vaccine scar. It's like a perfect circle. Yeah. Weird kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But even with the vaccines and stuff, you Mm -hmm. still see it. And I think there's, it's kind of on the rise again because, well, internet communities, people are being more open these days.
0: Oh, I don't want to go off subject here, but it made me think about something about birth control. Have you ever heard of copper crosses?
1: What? The UIDs? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That were, they would put like copper crosses in like chicks areas Mm -hmm. so that it would, they wouldn't get pregnant because it like kills semen or something.
1: Right. Yeah. What about it?
0: I don't know, your polio vaccine made me think of that.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember UIDs. No doubt. Um yeah. So um again with most of these there people they mention and say that these desires and these feelings mm-hmm. will usually develop in some adolescent years with right. some experiences. But there's more research, research coming out that suggests some kind of genetic predisposition or brain abnormality must also in, exist for this to come to the surface.
0: For basophilia or just kinks just, in general?
1: Well, I mean, for, yeah, I think for kinks in general. So it's kind of like a chicken or the egg argument. Like, would, we, would you know that you were a basophilic if you hadn't seen some, that one boy in the leg braces in, right. in third grade? Right. You know?
0: Okay.
1: Or did it just happen because that boy in the leg braces was nice to you and shared his grapes with you at lunch one time?
0: Right. And his chocolate milk.
1: And his chocolate milk.
0: hmm
1: It was you-hoo. Okay. You-hoo. you You know, You don't mm-hmm. like that kind of chocolate milk? I don't
0: milk? like milk. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, people, you know, there seems to be a dominant heterosexual population in this kink. But there's still a lot of gay and bisexual.
0: But it's like heterosexual uh, dominated. Yeah. You just seems. said that. I just said it in yep, a different way.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's all right.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I have to say the, stuff so I understand it.
1: <laughs> reiterating uh, information like that's good for the listener, I think. Okay. That or it's just. It's good for me. Yeah, that or it's just monotonous. Either way. <laughs> Like us? I hate us. But, um... So, with most of these kinks and fetishes, I think when people are fo- mostly getting into it... Mm-hmm. Would you think that, uh... There would always be a problem with, like, objectification? And, like, people battling with their inhibitions, feeling weird. Feeling like they can never be in a healthy relationship with someone who with that desire?
0: Yeah, I know enough about this that, um, a lot of... People are always scared, like, one thing that you always worry about when you see, like, somebody with uh, a person that has, like, a disability or whatever is, like, are they taking advantage of them? But, like, a lot of the research that I've done on, you know, all these kind of kinks is that it's actually kind of few and far between where people are, like, taking advantage, from what I've seen, Mm -hmm. of um, people with disabilities. And it's interesting because you think it would be more um, prevalent,
1: pre- prevalent, yep, yeah,
0: yep. yeah, um, no doubt, but a lot of people are, uh, devoted, like, we're gonna mm-hmm. kind of get into that, um, worship, um, they put these people on, with disabilities, like, on pedestals almost, yeah, and, like, they, like, practically, like, worship them, and I don't know, it's, I think it's fucking cool as fuck,
1: that they, personally. When, if, um, they, will they, They seek it out because that's how they feel. Mm -hmm. I think that's great and that's Mm -hmm. healthy as long as they're healthy about it.
0: Right. Because
1: there's also the people who are like, they're not, I don't, I think there's people who, when it comes to the objectification, they like, they see the person they want just as, as an object that as they don't see the person behind the disability, they just, they just want to get off because they like coming on somebody's wheelchair seat and make them sit in it.
0: Okay,
1: yeah. For, I was very specific. I don't know why I went there, but... Uh, um,
0: it's
1: a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. But uh, there's also... Some people are just simply ashamed to come to terms with their desires, and they're unable to treat the object of their desires like a human, and would okay. rather keep it to themselves rather than seek out an actual relationship. So they'll go to sex workers and have them... Maybe they want a sex worker with a uh, missing leg, prosthetic leg or rather than seek someone out for a meaningful relation, relationship with that because they think that they feel like they they may be looked down upon.
0: Okay. Well, hey, you're supporting sex workers. As long as you're not hurting anybody, what's wrong with that?
1: Yeah, exactly. And then also the porn is another big way to, for these people to exercise these feelings. Right. If they prefer to keep it to themselves and not be an out-abasiophiliac.
0: a Right, Yeah.
1: So it's kind of, you know, and I think that goes with any paraphilia or anything that some people are into.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I found a Facebook group for basiophilia. Me too. And, uh, you know, there's, like, there's like really tasteful, like, models doing it. So mm-hmm. it's, like, real, like, really tastefully done, like, beautiful models. Yeah. And then you got, uh, like, some of the weird art. And it gets pretty far out there. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, some of it's really cool, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, I want to, like... One artist that you and I both enjoy is Amanda Darko's work.
0: Yeah. Because she does about,
1: yeah, she does like everything like dummy thick. Yeah. So you got like a lady. Did she do
0: one with a lady in a wheelchair?
1: Um, you know, I don't know if she specifically has, but.
0: There you go, Amanda. Pop that one out there.
1: Right? Well, (laughs) and because I saw that and it was like, it reminded me of her art. Yeah. You know, someone well, in Well, I a, think I showed a... you
0: her stuff. She was really supportive of me when I was, like, trying to, like, sell my, like, my hair bows and shit. So mm-hmm. me and her kind of... But I've been following her for a while, and it's nice to see. It was cool to see her from the very beginning and where she is now. It's just... It's fucking sweet. Yeah.
1: So. No doubt. Okay. Well, um, so one of the things that I came across that really stood out from the other uh, paraphilias that we've covered... Mm-hmm. Was this uh, the devotees, wannabes, and pretenders? Uh, I found a lot of good, like actual papers on this.
0: Yeah, like scientific articles.
1: Yeah, like for one, um, Caroline Mora. Caroline Mora, she is from the, the University of Venezuela, mm-hmm. Venezuela, and she wrote this paper on it, and it found it uh, found it, found it really neat. So uh, we'll start with the the wannabes. Um, the wannabes experience a strong desire to become disabled. You know, they uh, they feel like they are just meant to have missing, be missing that arm, or meant to yeah. be in a wheelchair.
0: Well, I think if um, never mind. Go ahead.
1: Well, there's a like there's a, an identity disorder with it, or a bog, body integrity disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, but some have even paid the black market to have limbs amputated.
0: Yeah, dude, it's a real thing, and I think if you watch enough Jerry Springer. Doctor Phil and that shit. You will find somebody. Mari. Somebody so, that's uh that was on one of those shows that that, that has that.
1: Yeah. Like in nineteen ninety-nine a Scottish surgeon he accepted the request to amputate two amputate two healthy people. And uh like it was fine, nothing really came of it. But if they these some of these people will not go to a doctor. Right. And so some of the methods they've used to become like this is gunshots to the knees. Homemade guillotines, electric saws, dry ice, or even railroad tracks. Oh, yeah. Choo-choo. Yep. <laughs> Choo-choo. I feel
0: bad for those poor conductors. That's so fucked up to make somebody else do it for you.
1: Yeah, especially a guy who's just trying to get home. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. He's just trying to get home feed his fucking family. On
1: the old number nine. <laughs>
0: get home, feed his family, and masturbate. Poor guy.
1: Yeah. And he really
0: s- fucked his day up.
1: Right? (laughs) Really fuck your life up. And then when you have the missing leg, you're like, oh man, it was just, it was way easier when I like sat on my my ankle for a little while and my leg was numb. Yeah. But now I got to live with my leg being gone and it it really fucked my life up.
0: Well, like I just had my ACL replaced and like being down for like two weeks, not being able to fucking put any weight on my leg Mm -hmm. was like... It's fucking hell, man. I'm still recovering for it. I'm still not walking right. And, oh, like, yeah. I can't imagine, like, that just being my life.
1: No. I, I found... don't know if nobody
0: takes offense to that, but it fucking sucks, man. It You're... totally fucking sucks.
1: You're allowed to feel how you want to feel about it. And I, I mean, speaking for myself, after your knee surgery, I definitely found out that I was not a basiofiliacs. Yeah. Philoactic. Philoactic. I don't even think that's a word. Never mind. So, uh, the pretenders, they find the erotic acts such as... Isn't that a band? Being, yes. Okay. Chain gain. Chrissy Hand. Uh, okay. Hind. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Sorry, guys. She, uh, <laughs> just wanted to be a guitarist, but mm-hmm. her producers made her sing. Turned out to be a good move.
0: Producers are assholes. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah.
1: What's that dude, Phil Spector? Man, he was a fucking psycho. Wrote some really good doo though. Psycho. Okay, sorry. So, um, the pretenders, they find erotic acts as disabled, um, acting disabled, or either imitating their movements using plaster casts or wheelchairs, other things, crutches, to like kind of act like it. They, that's what does it for them. Okay. Sometimes they use tourniquets to reduce the feeling and perceptions of their limbs or wearing braces for that effect. And not all of these people do it for the sexual gratification of it. Um, some could be for presenting themselves as sick or disabled for like social sympathy.
0: Attention whores.
1: E- yep. Exactly. That's... Economic benefits.
0: Anybody needs help, it's those fuckers. Mm hmm. Sorry, but dude, fucking, why don't you just get on Facebook? You can fucking find enough sympathy on there.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You gotta up the (laughs) dopamine drip on that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, And
1: some even do it to avoid situations like military service or the draft.
0: (laughs) Your fucking family reunion. <laughs> or your family
1: reunion. Sorry, I lost a toe. I'm
0: sorry, my family's huge, and sometimes like, I feel like doing shit like that at Christmas.
1: Steve, this Jesus. is the third time you've missed the family reunion to a missing toe. He's like, I know, I only got seven more to go. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: you could just ask us not to invite you. <laughs>
1: right? Just, you know. <laughs> we we sent you the RSVP for a reason, Steve, not the...
0: Right? You can say no. You can say no. <laughs> no
1: one likes you anyways. Um, And then I think the more sweet and wholesome member of this group is the devotee.
0: Yeah, I'm the one that makes my heart happy.
1: Yeah, the devotee, they feel attracted towards the people who have the disabilities. You know, they, it's very specific on what they want out of... You know who they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Some only could be attracted to those with spinal cord injuries, mm-hmm. or some people like the leg braces. You know, mm-hmm. but they they could be either attracted to the gear or they admire the strength of the person with the disability. Okay, who goes through it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a it goes deep and it gets very specific because let's remember humans and human sexuality is pretty complex.
0: Yep, if it was black and white, we wouldn't be here.
1: Yeah, no kidding. It'd be, it'd be pretty, pretty boring.
0: <laughs> ah, that'd be so terrible.
1: Yeah. Um, so some of the other dilemmas that DPWs, devotee pretenders, wannabes find that uh, there's a very small number of potential partners, and it's usually reduced when uh, the criteria to like an actual relationship is applied. Okay. So the DPW seeking an ideal relationship must find potential partners who have the preferred disability, and that's. Again, you're getting very specific, right? Because it's slippery slope. It's hard to find somebody to really care about, and who cares about you?
0: Yeah, it's not easy. No,
1: it's it's, it's tough to get a meaningful relationship in the first place. Much less somebody who wears those um, one like leg crutches that attach to your elbows.
0: Do you think though that I'm just kind of like? bit balling here but you know how people always get shit when they have preferences on like what type of body type they look like Mm -hmm. isn't that kind of the same thing with this you're like i only like this specific type of person, but then you get like people who are like well i don't like thick girls i like skinny girls everybody's like fucking jumps on their shit You're like, what the fuck, man? That how could you fucking feel like that? That's fucked up. Mm All women are beautiful. Wow, wow, wow. That always pisses me off because people have preferences, and it's okay to have preferences.
1: Exactly. There's no problem with having a preference, Mm -hmm. and like, and when you get into some of these like paraphilias and stuff, I think that's why they they belong in the DSM five and these psychological manuals because for some people these urges are so strong, it causes them a lot of problems it's
0: probably like smoking it's like i don't want to say like an addiction but your mind is just like that's what i want that's what i want that's what i want that's what i'm looking for
1: yeah so it's pretty tough i mean it it, it ain't easy being cheesy yikes (laughs) yikes (laughs) okay um but the emotional dilemma is the inability of sexual satiety satiety Seditis. Satitis? C- C- C-
0: C- Seditis.
1: C- uh, to satisfy broader emotional needs, the issue at play is the disparity of motivations in a relationship. Devotees seek to satisfy an unusual sexual drive, while their potential partners seek satisfaction for the usual range of a human relationship. You know, it's like I love you, but you got to be in the wheelchair when you suck me off. Okay. And then the other girl's like, the one in the wheelchair is like, I just. Want to be loved? Mm-hmm. Why is it always got to be this thing? hmm So it's tough for the, these people sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, I think uh, a lot of the research I did, though, um, they kind of expect that um, from people. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, like, on dating sites and shit. Um, the, I think they kind of put, you know, like, everybody at arm's length because they... I mean they they've all been through this, you know it's right, it's kind of expected for them to get
1: the guy who's who who is after just the gear thing, and uh, yeah, like, they don't see the person behind him, mm-hmm. and that's 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 the ob-
0: fucking worrisome, man, yeah, it's the objectification, it's, yeah. it's tough,
1: You know, yeah. it's really tough, so I
0: think um, they kind of know what to expect when they when they get on these sites,
1: mm-hmm. but so- and some uh, They don't like that part about it Mm -hmm. But some are okay and they've accepted it Right, exactly Some like it Yeah So it's just finding out what's right for you Right You know, and that's important Mm -hmm. Talk about it Yeah Yeah Uh, So I got a little bit of statistics And then that'll pretty much wrap up What I got on Baseophilia. Okay So uh, 55% of a sample of 195 DPWs Had dated disabled people 40% had been sexually intimate with disabled partners, and 5% had disabled spouses.
0: What's DPW?
1: Devotee, pretender, wannabe.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: And um, so 55% have actually dated them, which is, you know, more than half.
0: Okay, I'm confused. What? 55% of who?
1: 55% of DPWs have dated disabled people.
0: Okay, gotcha. Someone
1: who's disabled.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: 40% had been sexually intimate with disabled partners. Okay. And 5% were actually married to him.
0: I mean, that's not a very large pool of people, so I'm going to take those with a grain of salt. It's like 195, you said. Yeah, 195 people. But, what's 5% of that? Like, 10-ish?
1: I don't know. My math's not good. I went to school in Sunburst.
0: It's about 10-ish people.
1: Yeah. So ten ish actually got we're married and in a really meaningful relationship with nine point, I am like two five nine, two, <laughs> And
0: yeah,
1: so that's pretty much you know, I mean we could talk about those numbers whatever and say point point out the fallacies of statistics all day long.
0: That's what I do, man.
1: Yeah, statistics can be a slippery slope, but I thought it was just kinda interesting.
0: No um, it is. I like statistics, so that's great.
1: Yeah. So uh and then that's pretty much what I got on a nice. Um, There's also something that I probably should have put at the top of all this, but when it comes to why we do this, uh-huh. our podcast here and stuff, uh-huh. um, there's we everyone talks about physical health, doing yeah. exercising, taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Mental health is something that we are just starting to get a grasp on. Like it's really important. For sure. But a sexual health, I think sexual health is just as important to being a healthy person.
0: Yeah, we actually... God, we had a big, long conversation in the car about that Yeah, a it's couple like, of days ago. I totally fucking forgot about it. But I think sexual health is just as important as your mental health and your uh, physical health.
1: Yeah, it's the three wise men of health. Um,
0: but to me, sexual health is the most important.
1: It's because you're perverted.
0: I know. I could still, like... I could be, like, on, like... A, I'm bipolar, so I could be on, like, a super, <laughs> super, like... Bad low and get laid, and I'm like, all right. At least I could still do that. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So or, uh, is that all you got, Ben?
1: So yeah, that pretty much covers our, our ophelia And I just like to say, if like anyone out there, if you have some kind of physical disability and you've experienced this, you know.
0: Shoot, shoot us an email. Yeah, That'd shoot us a great. line,
1: and we'd love to hear about it, and we will share your story if 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 you wanted. Yeah. And we could talk about it more. Yep. Or if you're someone who's definitely interested in someone with some kind of physical disability.
0: Yeah. Ooh, do tell, guys. We want real people talking to us about this stuff. Totally. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. So that pretty much covers a, a basiophilia. All
0: right. Okay. So, moving on, we are going to talk about the G-spot. So What? The what?
1: The, I didn't know this was, like fantasy hour. Like we're talking about a myth here. We're going to talk about Sasquatch and uh Godzilla too.
0: Mythological. Uh yeah. So, the G-spot is a thing. No. Um yeah. And um Ernest Gräfenberg is what it's named after. The so,
1: Graffenburg spot?
0: <laughs> yeah, so <was> like <laughs> um, I just uh, shortened it to G. But I wish I would have done a little bit more on this because I was like, immediately in my mind, when I found out it was a dude, you know, and all this shit, I was like, I bet you it was in one of those fucking insane asylums where the chicks go in for like hysteria and uh-huh. like they're just like treated like fucking shit. You know what I mean? Right. And I wonder if like that's how it was discovered. That's probably a terrible
1: through, thing to say. Through, like yeah, like nymphomania and all that. Yeah, yeah. That or like an actual lady scientist was talking about it and then that great oh, like, guy was totally like, I like just jacked it.
0: Dude, I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna have to do some corrections here because I'm probably gonna get my ass chewed for making that assumption. So, um so it is uh I can't even pronounce these words. So, it's an area inside the vagina that, when stimulated, it uh, gives strong sexual arousal, pain, uh, powerful orgasms, hopefully not painful, but it can happen, and potential female ejaculation, which is different than squirting.
1: Female ejaculate is? Yes. Really?
0: Yes. Uh, female ejaculate is kind of almost like like male cum. It's mm-hmm. uh, milky, white.
1: Okay, and squirting isn't. No. Okay. Squirting's clear. And it's but and that's not urine. No. Man, you guys got a lot of.
0: We got a lot of shit going we on. You got here. a
1: lot of juices up there. Yeah,
0: we do. And you're lucky if you get any of them.
1: Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, no, really. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. You're doing something right if you get any of them.
0: Right. So, um, the G spot is actually it's an inch or so inside the vagina, and it's on the upper wall. Okay. So, like, when if a chick's laying on her back, it's going to be towards the ceiling. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, like kind of
1: behind overall. the pubic bone.
0: Uh yeah. It's about an inch or two inside, um, and it's you can.
1: Oh, an inch or two.
0: Yeah. Inside. Great,
1: because that's that's all I need.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. But it's. It's. Uh, about the size of a quarter, and it's spongy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think your woman should let you be able to explore in there and mm. actually find this spot.
1: But just be gentle about it, guys.
0: Yeah. Well, or, I mean,
1: ladies, if whoever's exploring, right. just be gentle.
0: Well, and I mean, take your time with it and finding it. Um, I find that like when my G spot is stimulated, like uh, it makes me feel like I gotta pee. Um, so it's kind of it's. It gets a little for me personally, it gets um intense. Like really intense. So um <laughs> but everybody's different. So take your time finding that spot. Uh kind of kind of see how it goes. Uh
1: don't be in a rush when it comes to, you know, getting anyone off. Yeah. Seriously.
0: Yeah. Take your time. Enjoy. Sex,
1: yeah. Sex is like Chinese takeout. It ain't over till you both get your fortune cookie.
0: Yeah. And then you want seconds.
1: Yeah. Because then About you're About hung- a half hour later. Oh, yeah. Then you're hungry again. Yeah. MSG. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so as it's like a woman gets aroused, uh, the G spot can get swollen. It's going to be easier to find because it, it gets raised and bumpy. hmm So um, it's easier for to find it then. Yeah. Um, so, it definitely, like, helps with orgasms. About 10% of women ejaculate. Um, we already went over that. It's different than squirting. Um, some women don't like it touched at all. It's a sensitive area. It's, like, I don't even know, like, really how you could, like, compare it to, is there, like, a part on the penis or something that's, like, super sensitive, like, when mm-hmm. touched or... It's well, pretty, like,
1: <laughs> I don't uh, know. I mean, being circumcised, there's, that mm-hmm. like, a round... The dick, helmet yeah. and okay. stuff, and okay. like on kind of the underside. Yeah. But seriously, like I, there's something like I'm just like ruined now because I, I what I, I seriously think about, I can't stop thinking about how like, a vagina is just like an inside-out dick and right? vice versa. Yeah. So yeah, like, it like because the the tip of the penis is pretty sensitive, mm-hmm. and that's like it's got to be like a click kind of.
0: Kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know I think like I just think like the sexual anatomy of male and female is just like the most fucking interesting thing like ever yeah and it's it's one of my favorite things to talk about and um, we're gonna start I'm gonna work on like getting a little bit more like old school I don't wanna go too textbook with it but like mm-hmm. be like this is like your anatomy and for your sexual organs and this is why it does it and how it does it and all that shit cause yeah. I love it Um,
1: no doubt, no
0: doubt. So, um, since it's located like an inch or two inside the vagina, we've already said that several times, um, it can be hard for women to find on their own. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can reach mine, but barely (laughs) it takes a lot of work and it's not impossible for women to uh, find
1: it herself. Yeah. And they got they got tool uh tools. <laughs> they do. <laughs> they got toys. Toy, I guess tools, to- you know. To- that's, toys that can that be works. considered tools. Yeah. I mean
0: they're my favorite tools. But they like
1: <laughs> some of them are made to reach that, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um Oh mm. no, never mind. Go ahead.
1: Now like maybe maybe a G spot is like what would have been a prostate. Hmm? Hmm. Yeah. See, I don't know because I'm not I'm not a real like biologist or uh does that be a biologist? No. Human biologist.
0: I don't fucking know. An
1: anatomologist, taxonomologist, do I? Dude, biologist? I just like
0: the shit. I don't know anything. Okay. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> um,
0: but as far as like finding the G spot and all that jazz, um, it's all about communication, guys. So, no doubt. One hundred percent.
1: Hey, Dr. Cox. Breaking bad science. I'm gonna ask him what a doctor about human bodies. What's what what, an expert on the human body? What is that? I'll ask him, Danny, if you're listening.
0: It could be just a quick Google search, but
1: uh, they're called a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I swear we're not (laughs) high. Nope. Fuck, that's funny. Just on life, folks.
0: Uh, yeah, we found a pretty good pregame ritual here before we start on these motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did. Up top.
0: <laughs> so, okay. So, anybody um, have any like questions or anything, please email us. Like we said, give us shout-outs and all that shit. Any any uh, praise or unpraises, good publicity.
1: I have a question. Yeah. Um... Does the G spot or the clit, which one do I push to get squirts?
0: <laughs> which one do you push to get squirts? Yeah. Actually, that comes like from a total different gland. Um, I can't remember the uh, the Skene's gland actually is where is it like squirting put, comes from.
1: Is it like putting cheat codes into a video game? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> do you remember, like, on the original PlayStation, you get, like, the, the shark cards or whatever it was with all the fucking cheats? Yeah. You gotta get one of those oh, okay. and insert it.
1: Gotta get a Game Genie, because I was yeah. Sega. Kid.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. well, it was PlayStation, it was, like, shark something, I can't remember.
1: Yeah. But,
0: uh, yeah, you, and nobody, remember like, actually knows the Master Code, so you just have to keep trying.
1: Because it's specific to each model number.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then, like, once you get it, it'll change next time. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Those developers, or the developer, or whatever, are pretty clever. Right?
0: They got some she, shit going on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all I got on, like, the G-Spot. I, I, you guys, it's really funny because I had this... um. I got this Dr. Ruth book. I kind of reference it for for like a lot of stuff. And um I was reading about the G-spot in there and it's like this this has not been confirmed by medical professionals if the G-spot is real. <laughs> and um it's just like i was like oh my god how old is this fucking book because like we all know like the g-spot is a thing and the book was from like 92 yeah and i was like and you didn't know like at that point in time if it was like a legit thing and the her book made it sound like super like mythological wasn't really going on Yep. So, I thought that was really funny. Um, I love her so much, though. And, I mean, that just goes to show, like, how mm. much everything changes as time progresses. Oh, yeah.
1: Know? Yeah, nothing's really written in stone.
0: Mm-mm. Especially when it comes to anatomy.
1: No doubt. We're still learning a lot, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I guess there is a lot of things written in stone with that, but stuff is also changing. Um, So, I got fun facts. Wait. Okay. Are we on Fun Facts? I feel Uh, like we forgot something.
1: I don't know if we did. Uh, no. Okay. Abasio, lameness, filia, love, devotees, wannabers, and pretendies. Got it. I'm making stuff up here. We're
0: going to fucking quiz you guys in two weeks. No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we'll do a little online quiz, and then um, when you get it right... If you get at least ninety percent correct, we will give you a banana sticker.
0: Yeah, we'll make sure it smells too. Gross. It smells like oranges, but it's banana.
1: Okay, and see, I'm down because I don't <laughs> eat like, like you know, runts. Those hard candies.
0: Dude, the bananas are the grossest. They
1: are. They're the worst.
0: Okay, so fun facts. Are you ready? Let's do it. See if I can read uh, my writing here. Uh, When two people kiss, they exchange between 10 million and 1 billion bacteria.
1: That's a lot. Yeah. Just on a kiss? Yeah. Whoa. What about the five second rule?
0: Then you're going to have, like, I'd say that. How long do you think a kiss actually is? Like, one second?
1: Well, it depends. Is it a peck? Like. Yeah. Or, like, we talk in some...
0: Some like fucking tongue like, down here, like baby. throat shit.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know, but that's what it says. When two, I guess I should have looked up how long.
1: Well, I mean, it, it doesn't. Germs don't follow the five-second rule. I hate to be a spoiler on that.
0: Those fucking assholes, no common courtesy.
1: Mm-hmm. They just jump on it. Fucking dicks.
0: Uh, okay. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> So, the average male orgasm, guess how long it is.
1: Oh, I'm going to say like 35 seconds.
0: Nope. Six.
1: Six seconds. Yeah. Yeah, I was really generous there. I don't know what I was thinking.
0: What about the female orgasm?
1: Uh, 90 seconds.
0: 20.
1: 20?
0: Yeah. Damn. But that's quite a difference there. Yeah. So, like... I don't know. I guess, like, because a woman is so much more complex, we get a better, longer orgasm.
1: Uh, it's only fair. Yeah.
0: It's you some... guys gotta
1: put up with a lot of bullshit.
0: Yeah, dude. Sometimes it's so hard getting off, I fucking hate it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes it's just, I don't know. It sucks. I'm not going to get all mopey about it, but it's stupid.
1: (laughs) It's a hard knock life for the ladies.
0: (laughs) So I want feedback on this, and I should have ran this one by you before I said it, but I really want some of our people to, like, message us on one of our social medias or email us and tell me if this is true. But it is said that the left testicle hangs lower than the right for right-handed men... In opposite for lefties. So, if you're right-handed, your left testicle hangs lower. Yeah? That's what they said!
1: So... This is an uncomfortable subject for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, right. no, 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 that's all right. No, no, you brought it up. We're gonna talk about it. No, I'm
0: so sorry. I know How you <laughs> feel about your balls? I shouldn't have brought it up.
1: Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm self conscious about my testicles and my scrotum.
0: I think they're cool. I think
1: balls are gross.
0: I think they're awesome.
1: And because like when they're hot, you know, they they sag more. hmm And yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm a little self conscious that my left one does hang lower than my right because I'm right handed. And I think that's a masturbation thing. I think oh. that's what it comes down to. That's my I wonder hypothesis. if
0: that's like I wonder if that's true.
1: You ever noticed like they they'll dicks always curve different ways?
0: Yeah, they do some weird shit.
1: I think it's how you masturbate.
0: I don't know if I agree with that. Like like the way you masturbate will like make your dick curve a certain way, is that what you just you, said? Yeah, I
1: think so, when you do it enough. Or maybe it's the way you if you wear it to the left all the time. I don't know. This is just like, me just guessing, but like
0: What if that's just how it is? That's like saying like like chicks uh like labia's and stuff are different because of what they do.
1: Uh yeah, I guess you got a point there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you might be right. So, okay, what about um how breasts are usually one is bigger than the other? Does that have to do with the dominant hand?
0: No. That's just how you're made.
1: So what? I just don't... Uh, I don't...
0: <laughs> it's, it's not for me, it's for you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, I'm just curious to know if it's actually, like, true. I want to hear just... All I need is one person to say no... I'm right-handed, and my right testicle hangs lower than my left. And then, boom, it's spoofed. It's done. I
1: just told you that. I just verified that, though.
0: You said that your left hangs lower. Yes. And that's what I said.
1: I know. I just verified it for you. But that doesn't Case mean it's closed. for
0: every... <laughs> That doesn't mean it's Next.
1: For... Next fact.
0: Okay. Next. So, okay,
1: Sorry, okay. I'm joking. I'm so joking. So, after. Seriously. You, you... Let okay. us know. I want
0: to know. I won't tell anybody what you said. I'll just like take a poll.
1: Let us know if your balls hang low. <others humming> <inaudible> <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: So after fingers and vibrators, this is I'm putting you on the spot for these motherfuckers. Uh, what do you think is the most used phallic object?
1: After fingers, fingers and, and vibrators, vibrators
0: and like dildos and sex toys.
1: What dildos and sex toys all go in with vibrators? Yeah, so what's we're just next? throwing it all. Yeah, what's the yeah. next phallic object? Yeah. Cucumbers.
0: Candles.
1: Candles. Yeah. Okay.
0: I was surprised. I've never used a candle before.
1: I mean, if you were like, does it... Never mind. Would they melt?
0: No. Your vagina is not hot enough to melt wax. Okay.
1: Okay. Sometimes I just ask a question and I actually don't that's think, okay. think about I the logic. That's okay. I do that shit all the time.
0: Okay. I do that shit all the time. I think this is the first time I've looked at you like that ever in a relationship. Uh, <laughs> no,
1: that's like uh, no, You're that's usually looking
0: at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's some good news, guys. So take care of your woman. Orgasms can lower a woman's risk of heart disease, stroke, breast cancer, and depression.
1: Yeah. I knew
0: about depression 100%. Sex is good it's a good thing for you.
1: hmm Yeah. Sexual health.
0: Yep. So, we have... Uh, that's all I got. Do you have any questions? No. Okay. I've got to tell you something. Wait, I don't have to tell you something. I have to do this question. Okay. This anonymous question.
1: All right. We're doing an anonymous question sent in by one of our awesome listeners.
0: Yes. Uh I don't know where it went though. Shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm back. Is that working? Okay. Yep. <laughs> the phone went <laughs> dark, guys. I was like, God damn it. Okay. So anonymous question. Um we got this last week, 714. Uh okay, so I guess this is this is quoting right now. I guess this is more about relationship advice than sexual. My partner's sex drive has deteriorated to nothing. I feel horrible that I want sex and they don't like I'm being selfish and oblivious to their needs. Just wanted to I just want to feel close to them and feel closest when we're in bed together. It works mm-hmm. uh, I've tried talking dirty and straight up asking with no luck because they don't want to talk about it at all. I love them with all my heart and feel horrible for thinking that my needs aren't being met. We've been together for a really long time and absolutely don't want to break up with them. Is there anything I can do? Masturbation not, masturbation just isn't the same. Um, My first thing that uh, I worry about is uh, medical, a medical issue.
1: Why the partner's sex drive is down? Yeah. That could be an underlying problem?
0: Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I think of with that, especially if you've already tried talking to them. Um, And bringing it up, I think it might be time to go to the doctor. And male or female, if your partner's male or female. um, It happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that kind of the stigmata, is that the word? Stigma. Just stigma. Stigma um, needs to be lifted on that because that's why we have doctors and shit. So we can get ourselves fixed.
1: Yep, and uh, another thing is, like, if it's important to you, you might need to, when you bring it up to the partner, is try to just say, like, hey, this is important, like, do we have to figure it out? Uh, We have to try and figure something out. Yeah. Because if you don't want to leave, but they're not willing to compromise on that, you might have to, like, reassess some things in the relationship.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I want you to think about, I mean, obviously you're comfortable communicating it because you've already tried. Um, you know, when it comes up and maybe you do suggest I'm going to the doctor, make sure you're using I statements. I'm concerned. I feel. I'm worried. You know, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Because um, there there might be something more there. Who knows?
0: Yeah. Um, but I also want you to think about like uh, long term. Yep. Of uh where are you going with this and can you I get that you love them and they're you know, I get it. But you also have to think about yourself.
1: Totally. Too. Yeah.
0: And you're not being selfish. Did you already say that?
1: No. Oh, no, okay. yeah. Don't okay. yeah, they said uh they mentioned how they d- they feel bad.
0: Yeah, they feel bad for wanting to have sex.
1: And you should never feel like that.
0: No, you shouldn't. And you're not being selfish. I mean, you're not even getting anything, so how can you be selfish? Exactly. Anything, you're putting their needs before yours, or unneeds, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a word, but it is now. Um. <laughs> we like to do that
1: at this podcast. We like to make shit up. Well, well, words.
0: Yeah, If any, anybody that knows me that listens to this knows I just make up words randomly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of the time. Um, <laughs> but I want you to think about... You're not being selfish, you know. You're trying to fix the situation. Um, if you are going to seek out other avenues, um, be honest with yourself and your partner, if you can. Um yep. I get it that it's hard, and everybody needs to be. Everybody needs sex. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sorry for you, bud. Yeah. You
1: are. Yeah. Feel for you, and you know, if if uh, your partner's not willing to maybe open up themselves to your to you sexually you know maybe you could look into uh extracurriculars yeah get a hall pass once in a while Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah something like that but or and if that's not okay either then you gotta you gotta think about the relationship in its entirety Mm -hmm. i I think yeah it's not an easy thing but
0: no it's not and i honestly i I can't imagine me not having a sex life with my partner. I, that's just, that's me though. That's me. There's, everybody's different,
1: but I couldn't do it. And that's you and that's me and that's our podcast.
0: Yeah. Woo. Look at us.
1: Thanks for listening guys. Um, Please um, share it if you want. Uh, Rate it, review it. Follow us on our Facebook or and our snappy snappy chats uh rate and review these on whatever platform you're listening on Uh and uh get the word out it helps us feedback yeah
0: uh you can drop anonymous questions into onto our facebook group or you can email us again that is ibstpodcast at gmail.com um, another super fucking cool thing you can do too is you can support us on anchor and help us get microphones and shit.
1: Yeah. So. And um we want we'd also like to apologize for the infrequency of us posting our episodes. Again. We are working on it. We are trying to find out a good a good process and some kind of good rhythm mm-hmm. to get these up in a uh
0: Timely manner,
1: timely matter, and some kind of regular schedule. We're also gonna look into maybe providing different content, such as covering um, more than just paraphilias, Mm -hmm. because um, after I kind of realized after researching a basiophilia a lot that I'm like, man, a lot of this, it just kind of reads like I'm like some kind of psychology paper
0: yeah it does um
1: so we're gonna look into maybe looking into some other content but mm -hmm. don't worry it will be sex related and we will try to have as much fun with it as possible
0: yeah we're just gonna kind of just keep going along the route and stuff um but if you guys have ideas for episodes drop us a line let us know Mm -hmm. we'll
1: cover and we got a happy half hour coming up
0: Oh fuck yeah. Guys. And we're
1: super excited. We're gonna have some really good friends on mm-hmm. that one. And uh yep. it'll be it'll be a good time.
0: Yep, and here pretty soon hopefully we will be having like guests on our show. So that's cool. All
1: right. Everyone be safe.
0: Yep. Love you all. Thank you for the support. Bye. Peace.